0: In other words, don't hack other people's computers. This episode is distributed under the Creative Commons license. Hi, welcome to Unorthodox Hacking, episode 7. Uh, we're going to continue on a couple of tricks for Windows on retrieving passwords. I uh, apologize, it's been a while since the last uh, podcast or the last episode Sometimes life gets in the way. Uh, I've been really busy with home life and sick and some hardware, hardware failures and what have you. Anything that could go wrong did go wrong, uh, but I'm back up and running now. I've been working on some really cool projects that I hope to get out to you over the next few weeks. Uh, some hardware hacks and some other hard, uh, software hacks and some more some live demos and what have you against web servers and web and things like that. On uh, this episode, uh, we just have a couple, uh, three things to go uh, to show you. Uh, it's going to be a fairly quick one. Uh, basically, we're going to focus on the various uh, areas where Windows stores credentials at. Uh, we will take a look at the stored usernames and passwords using a tool called CredDump. Dump. Uh, these are an area that uh... windows will store your username and password for a network resource so for example if you have a network share that you wish to auto-attach to you can uh... input that in as a stored username and password we'll also dump out the local security authority uh... using can enable and, and then we'll take a look at the protected storage using PassView uh... to see what passwords internet explorer outlook msn and uh other uh, autocomplete forms and and autocomplete settings you may have on your system uh, to view what passwords and usernames are stored there. What's interesting with all these tools is, well, first of all, you need to run them locally. You can't run them from remote. And they only typically work against the currently logged in user, with the exception of the LSA dump. Uh, But what's really interesting is if you're at, like, a public-use kiosk or one of those... uh, uh, business areas and like a hotel where they offer some PCs for you to check your flights and check email and what have you uh, you'll be amazed at what type of uh, things are stored I've seen at public terminals uh, websites stored and the username and passwords to get into other uh, travel local travel agencies uh, their corporate email uh, all kinds of things that you would not want to be stored on a public terminal, and they are, of course. I've in all those cases I've directed uh, that inform information to their local system administration or management, and they've taken care of it promptly. And I've demonstrated how uh, bad this could be, but it goes to show you that a lot of people are very trustworthy at these public kiosks, and I uh, certainly hope that you're not the same way. Uh, so to get started, we will. Uh, create a simple uh, stored username and password Uh, I'm going to go through it fairly quickly because this is things that are documented in Windows this first step isn't really a hack but we need to set up an environment where we can store username and uh, password and then we'll actually extract it and then we'll continue on so without any further ado let's get started so the first thing we need to do is add a user uh, with a stored credential so you go to user accounts, click on the user you want to add a credential to and then go to the Manage My Network Passwords, and that brings up the Stored Username and Passwords dialog box. Uh, this is where you'll enter some information about a stored credential. Uh, so, enter uh, in the uh, login information properties, enter the server you wish to uh, enter the authentication info for so that you can retrieve it later. Uh, we'll fix this up. And then. Go to the username. Enter the username for that site or that resource. Uh, it doesn't really—you can't really see it here. Uh, it doesn't really matter what you enter here for this demo because the main purpose is to retrieve it later. And we'll enter the password for this uh, host in case it's www.myhost.com as a server. So we'll enter the password for that account. We'll click OK, and there is a stored uh, username and password. Now really the goal of this is to show you how to actually extract it so now we'll run cred dump and press enter and we see here that the username is tor at myhost.com and the password is my secret password Uh, so there you go it dumped out the credentials from the uh, uh, stored password store cred dump is available from oxid.it it's the same uh, place we can download the awesome can enable software so you yet another tool you probably want to keep in your arsenal so speaking of can enable let's go ahead and launch it to dump the LSA secrets For launch it click on LSA secrets click the plus and out comes uh, a list of all the LSA secrets that the system knows about It's a little hard to read here but if you scroll through it on your own on your own system you just may happen to stumble on a password or two or a hash that you can decrypt Let's take a look. In fact, here is one that I have highlighted. Uh, it's got a user count of default password. I'm sorry, yeah, user account, default password, and a password of weak pass. Uh, so take a look on your own system, and you might be surprised at what you can uh, what you can find. Next, we're going to view your protected storage with uh, PassView from Nersoft. Uh, protected storage is an area in Windows. Uh, that stores a lot of your saved credentials uh, for websites, particularly. Uh, for example, if you use an Internet Explorer and you go to a site that asks for a login and asks if you wish to save uh, your login and password and you hit yes, it's usually stored in protected storage. So if we launch PassView, uh, the protected storage PassView viewer, uh, we see here it dumps out some info. Uh, we see some logins and some password values and the URL that it's assigned to. I've you know blacked out a few things I don't want you to see, uh but for the most part, uh it will capture anything that's saved in you, like your autocomplete and uh other areas that you have like if your web browser says save this password uh to auto login next time, more than likely it will be uh viewable here on the password viewer. So download it, try it on your own system. Uh it's also a good way if you forget a, a password to a website, yeah, there's a good chance it might be stored here. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. Uh, It was kind of short, and I went through it fairly quickly, uh, but I was really wanting to get this episode out for quite a while now, and I had a small block of time, so I decided to, instead of putting it off, to uh, just wrap it all up and get it out to you. Uh, If you have some questions or anything you want to see in the future, feel free to email me at fez at unorthodoxhacking.com, or else you can check out uh, my website at www.unorthodoxhacking.com. Uh, to catch up on any of the past episodes if you've missed them. Uh, in addition, as I said in the beginning, we, I have uh, uh, some cool uh, hacks that will be coming in the future from some projects I've been working on, so I should be getting those together very shortly and be releasing them. Uh, until next time, safe hacking.